the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Lift Up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. We are here every weekday at this time to share the good news of Jesus and to lift up His name to this city. No matter if you are listening right now from your car or at home or in your place of work, we believe that today's sermon from Pastor Dudley will be a blessing to everyone. So if you can, get out your Bibles and let's join Pastor Dudley right now with his message. Many years ago in this church, there were four siblings and they were all just babies, just babies running around the church uh, out of control, just running around. And uh, their dad was our, wor- was our worship leader. And those four babies grew up to become teenagers and they formed a band. It's a modern, it's kind of called an indie pop band called Echo Smith. And uh, they're becoming more and more well-known. And their number one hit is a song that was called Cool Kids. You might have heard a song called Cool Kids. And I always ask them, when are you going to do the song called Cool Parents? But they never do it. But uh, I ask uh, their dad how many, because he wrote the song, how many uh, songs, how many copies of that song have been downloaded? And he told me that there have been 4.7 million downloads of that song called Cool Kids. They've sold over 1 million albums with that song. And uh, I want to show you the chorus to that song. It's a real catchy tune. And the words of that chorus go like this. I wish I could be like the cool kids. Because all the cool kids, they seem to fit in. I wish I could be like the cool kids, like the cool kids. And it doesn't matter if you're in junior high, high school, or college. In order for you to fit in, you're going to have to do what the cool kids do. And what that is, and most of us know what that is, it's called peer pressure. And that's been around a long time. Now most of you, every single day, you're going to have to make a decision in this world. Are you going to go along and compromise, go along with the world, or are you willing to stand for Jesus Christ? And young people, it might be drinking, it might be drugs, it might be swearing or cheating or being engaged in sexual immorality. Every one of those issues, it's a test. Are you going to stand for God or are you going to compromise and go along with the rest of the world? If you choose not to drink when everyone else is drinking, and trust me, everyone else is drinking. If you choose not to curse when every other student in that school is cursing. If you choose not to smoke weed when everyone else is smoking weed. 
The truth is, at that moment, you will be considered an outsider and you'll never be a cool kid. Now, in our text, in 1 Peter, and Peter writes this letter, he writes it to people, Christians, who kind of feel like they're on the outside. In fact, in the first verse, if you look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 1, this letter is actually addressed to what he calls strangers in this world. Because if you're a Christian, you are kind of a stranger. You don't belong in this world, right? This letter is written to Christians who don't fit in. They're strangers in this world. They're, they're actually being persecuted, and it's written to a Christians who live in this area that we know today as modern-day Turkey, but there's something in our culture here in America, more so than ever before, that if you are living for Christ, if you stand for Christ, you are never going to be in the in crowd. You will always be considered a stranger, but always remember that Jesus said, if they persecuted me, do not be surprised when they persecute you. The problem is when you feel like you're an outsider, when you feel like you don't belong, that you don't fit in anymore, it can be discouraging. It can be demoralizing. And there comes a point where you almost feel like giving up. I don't know if I want to continue being a Christian because everywhere I go, people think I'm an oddball. And so what he writes this letter to people like you and I on the outside, strangers in this world, and the very first thing that he says in verse 3, he goes, he doesn't feel sorry for you, He goes, praise God, that's what he says in verse 3. You feel a little strange? You feel like the, the world is kind of shoving you to the side? Praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, in his great mercy, he has given us what's called a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, I have to say this before I go on. Most people in this world have little or no hope of any kind even those kids that look like they're the cool kids deep inside they are empty they are lonely and they're full of anxiety in the united states of america all i have to do is mention a word just one word it could be all kinds of words but i could just mention one word and just you hearing one word causes people to be filled with fret and worry and anxiety like here's a word for example that just causes some people anxiety the word deficit, as in $20 trillion. The word nuclear. The word cancer. Just a word. The word divorce. How about this word? Politics. Or this word? Racism. Every one of those words, and other words like them, elicits a response of hopelessness, despair, and anxiety. And what Peter says in verse 3 is as a Christian, you don't need to fret, you don't need to worry or fear, because through Jesus Christ, we have been given a living hope. The government, the government is not going to solve my problem, not going to solve your problem. The Republicans will never solve my problems. The Democrats will never solve my problems. Obama did not solve my problems. Trump is not going to solve my problems. 
Some of you think, well, we've got to get rid of Trump. We'll get another president. The next president is not going to solve your problems. Hollywood and media, not going to solve your problem. The educational system in America, not going to solve your problem. The only person that can save our country is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the only one. He's the only one. Now, what I love about chapter 1, if you're with me, Peter, when he writes this letter, he gives us three reasons why it's cool to be on the out crowd and not the in crowd. Are you with me on this? People think you want to be a cool kid. He gives you three reasons why it's great to be on the out and not to be on the in. Number one, write this down. He says, we, those of us that are strangers in this world, we're the ones who have a blessed future. Not the in crowd. Not the cool kids. It's us, those of us that are strangers in this world that do not feel at home in this world. Verse number 3, I want to read it to you again. Verse 3, 4, and 5. Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy, He's given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4. And into, everybody say into, and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, being kept in heaven for you. Who, verse 5, through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. Write this down in your notes. The first thing that he's given us is a living hope. A living hope. When you decide to believe in Jesus Christ and his death and his burial and his resurrection and you understand that Jesus Christ conquered the grave, then you realize that no matter what happens to you here in this life, that if Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead, that one day you too will resurrect from the dead. Therefore, nothing in this world really truly matters to you or should cause you to get down because you have hope in the Lord Jesus Christ and the resurrection of him from the dead. Hope is what gives me energy and motivation to get through life's journey hope is what gets me through this day hope is what's going to get me through tomorrow and the day after and the day after there was an experiment at a university they took two jars the jars were identical and they filled them with the exact same amount of water and then they got two rats or two mice so you got two jars equal amount of water They put one rat in this jar of water and one rat in this jar of water. The only difference was on one jar, they put a lid on the jar. Now, it had some holes so the rat could breathe. It knew it couldn't get out because of the lid. That rat swam for four minutes before it died and sunk to the bottom of the jar of water. The other jar, they took the lid off. And that rat was in that water. He just knew he could get out of there. He swam and swam and swam for 36 hours before they finally called the experiment off and took the rat out. Proving the point that if you have hope, you can continue on. Amen? There was a man named Eugene Land who was a self-made millionaire, and he was asked to speak to a sixth grade class in a public high school in East Harlem. 
And he was going to speak on the benefits of education. He had this long speech already. He walked in and saw these sixth graders from Harlem. He could see immediately how disinterested they were. This school has a 60% dropout rate. Over half the kids don't even graduate from the school. And so when he looked in there and he saw these kids, they were all disinterested. He knew that most of them uh, only maybe had one parent. Some had no parents. He could see how poorly dressed they were, how discouraged they were. He threw his notes away and here's what he said. He looked those kids right in the eye, these sixth graders, and he said, hey, he said, I'm a millionaire. And here's the deal. If you will stay in school and graduate from this school, I will pay for your college tuition. And over 90% of that class finished school and graduated and went on to college and to a university. You have to have hope in order to keep going in this world. The second thing that he says about our future, write this down, is you have been assured an incredible inheritance. Peter says, even though you're a stranger in this world and you're an outsider and you don't fit in, he says, I want you to know that you have a mansion that is reserved for you in heaven. You might be a poor beggar on this earth with no place to even lay your head. You might not have much here on this earth when you look at everybody else, but he wants you to know in heaven, you have an incredible inheritance. He says in verse 4, it will never perish. It will never spoil. It will never fade. And then he said this, it's being kept in heaven for you. And that word kept is a word that means reserved. Your mansion in heaven is being reserved for you if you're a believer. I don't know if you've ever gone traveling and you have a reservation and you show up at a hotel and the person in front of you does not have a reservation and the hotel is completely full. I've done this several times. I'm in line. The guy in front of me, he's trying to get in. There's no room. He's upset. He's banging on the desk. You got to get me. I got to have a place to stay. He's all upset because he doesn't have a reservation. I'm right behind him. I'm not worried in the least little bit. You know why? Because I got my reservation. It's the same way, no matter what you're going through here on this earth, you have absolutely nothing to worry or fret or fear about in this world because you have a reservation. And what he's saying is your room in heaven is reserved. Your nameplate, listen to me, your nameplate is already on your room in heaven if you are a believer in Jesus Christ. And then he says in verse 5, who through faith, how how many of you have faith? Raise your hand if you have faith. Okay, he's talking about you. You who through faith are shielded, shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. The word shielded is a military term. It means that your reservation is being guarded by the armies of God. God is going to make sure that you get there. You are the people with the future, not the in crowd, but you. It's one of the reasons why I love Tim Tebow. Because Tim Tebow, he stands up for his faith. And the media, they beat him up, they make fun of him, they ridicule him all day long about his faith. He doesn't care. Why doesn't he care? Because he knows he has a great future in heaven. So keep standing for Jesus Christ and do not be afraid to stand for him. 
There's a second reason why it's, why it's cool to stand out. Number two, write this down. You're the ones who are actually the victors. You're not the victims. You're the victors. You start to feel like a victim after a while if you're a Christian in this country. But you're not a victim. You're a, you're a victor. You're victorious. He says in verse 6, And this you, everybody say you. He's talking about you, those of you that are strangers in this world. You should greatly rejoice. Though now, for a little while, you may, you may have to suffer grief and all kinds of trials here on this earth. These, verse 7, have come so that your faith, which is of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Verse 8, though you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him right now, you believe in him, and you're filled with this thing that's called an inexpressible, I can't even explain it to you, but it's an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the goal of your faith, and what is the goal of your faith? The salvation of your what? Souls. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Life life here is difficult. And if you're going to live for Jesus Christ, you will be mocked. You will be ridiculed. You will be marginalized. you uh, You will go through some trials and some tribulations. Kids are going to tease you, make fun of you. You're going to have a few bumps and setbacks along the way. But of course, your hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ, and so your future is absolutely guaranteed. And so there's no need for you to go around feeling sorry for yourself. And I know Christian kids, they grow up in the church, and they go to school, and they just feel sorry for themselves because their parents won't let them have as much fun as all the cool kids are having. All the cool kids are having tattoos, Mom. How come I can't get a tattoo? All the cool kids are going to the party. How come I can't go to the party? All the cool kids are involved in all kinds of stuff. Why can't I? Well, because that's not. And so I've seen Christian kids walk around acting like they're, they've been victimized by their parents. And I want you to know you're not being victimized by your parents. You're actually having victory. You actually can rejoice that you're not a victim. Those cool kids, those cool kids, they're the victims. They've been victimized by the world and the system of the world. The cool kids, you need to feel sorry for them because they're the ones who have have been swept away by the world. You, on the other hand, as you stand for Jesus Christ, you are the one who's actually victorious. I want to make this clear. As a Christian, I don't care if you're a student, you go to school, or you're an adult and you go to work. If you live for Jesus Christ in this culture, you will be mocked and you will be ridiculed and you will be shoved to the side. It's bad in high school, that pressure. It's worse in college. Take a stand for biblical marriage and see what happens. Tell someone that you're against abortion, see what happens. Tell someone that you believe in Jesus Christ and that he's the only way to heaven and see what happens. Why don't you state vocally that you believe in creation that god spoke and created the world and that you don't believe in evolution 
Why don't you read your Bible at school? Why don't you pray at school? I'll tell you, they will run you out of that school because they will do anything they can do to silence you as a Christian for your faith. I have story after story after story that comes across my desk like this. Here's a girl named Audrey Jarvis who's a student at Sonoma State University right here in the state of California. She was asked by a university administrator to remove her cross necklace during the orientation because it could potentially offend someone. Stuff like that happens over and over again. I want to give you three biblical promises that you need to hold, hold on to, all right? These are three things you need to hold on to when you feel like you're being persecuted for your faith. Number one, write this down. You will outlive every problem you're, you're facing. That's what he said in verse 6. He said, in this you greatly rejoice. You should be rejoicing. Because he says, this is just a little while, a little while, a little while. Your problems are not eternal. You're eternal. Your problems are temporary. Did you just lose your job? Are you, are you sitting out here right now unemployed? Are you unemployed? Do you think that's the end of the world? No. That problem is a temporary problem. Are you here today and you have a, uh, uh, been through a broken relationship and just relationally you're all just distraught? That problem that you worry about that relationship is a temporary problem. I bet in three years from now, you don't even, you can't even remember the problems that you're facing right now. Are you sick? Are you sick? Temporary problem. Is the world trying to hold you down? Is your past keep coming back and haunting you? Are kids making fun of you at school? All those problems are just temporary. Like the resistant fighters in France in World War II, they were underground fighting against the Germans, and on their radios they got word that the Americans had invaded Normandy and that they were coming their way. Now immediately those resistant fighters, their situation did not change. They're still living in a land being overrun by the enemy. They're still on the outside. They, they are still in danger, but they're not living in fear anymore because they know that their liberation is coming. And right now, some of you are being swallowed alive in your problems. You need to realize that God has already promised you victory over those problems and that you will way outlive any problem that you're facing right now. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. Wouldn't it be great if there were accessible answers to our spiritual problems? Just like there's a smartphone app for calculating a tip or getting directions to a local store. 
Most of us have heard the phrase, there's an app for that, popularized by the creators of the iPhone. Well, God has an app for the common problems faced by Christians everywhere. Are you stressed out? God has an app for that. Problem with crude language or gossip? Struggling with prejudice? Brokenhearted? Anxious? Or depressed? God has an app for that too. Pastor Dudley's book, God Has an App for That, is available now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. This helpful resource can be yours right now by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also get God Has an App for That on our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Come and explore the book of James and discover God's user-friendly solutions for some of the biggest challenges we all face daily. Get your copy of Pastor Dudley's book, God Has an App for That, today. I'm Kyle Welch. We invite you to join us every weekday at this time when we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.